Okay, so I'm started the recording. Uh, great. Perfect. Hey guys, and welcome to the new episode of Digital Micropreneur. And this is a podcast where we talk about entrepreneurship and we discuss various aspects of entrepreneurship with multiple kind of entrepreneurs. And today I have Abhinay with me. Hi Abhinay, welcome to the podcast. Hi Abhishek, thank you so much for having me on board. Great, great. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Abhinay. Uh, Abhinay, why don't you tell our listeners your story, uh, what you do, what you have done, and what you're doing currently. And when I talk to all my guests, I always ask them to start with the beginning and their journey towards entrepreneurship. Sure, perfect. Uh, so I'll start off with uh, what I'm currently doing, and then probably trail back to uh, the past from where do I come from, uh, to just to give you a quick perspective. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Ladecor Perspective, uh, which is an interior design and contracting house, which is based in Mumbai. Uh, we're mainly involved in hospitality uh, projects across Pan-India, uh, working with namely a few of these clients in the five-star and the three-star domain. And uh, alongside which we are also involved in the second home properties that we design as well as do the contracting for. Uh, trail back to uh, where I come from, so throughout my childhood, I didn't really recall having one or more close friend at any given point in time. It was really good with people, but I really found myself in any kind of group setting outside of school and was often absorbed in my own thoughts. My weekends were spent at home playing with my brother or binge watching shows with family. Uh, fast forward, late in my sophomore year of college, I decided to try something different. I uh, joined a handful of clubs stuck up conversations with strangers and filled up my calendar with social events. Uh, to be honest, uh, the experience was uncomfortable, stressful and, stressful and really embarrassing at times. But uh, as a result of my little experiment, I learned how emotionally unintelligent I was. After certain events, I have come to not like strangers or engaging in small talk. If I had to choose, I'd choose to do things alone or with those rare friends where everything is just natural around them. Uh, in hindsight, the approach I took was not, uh, you know, kind to my emotional well-being. However, the point I wish to make here is that I made a crucial discovery through practice. I could learn how to become better, maybe even good at connecting with people. And this was a skill that I could acquire. And that's how I entered and landed up in the corporate sector as well, where uh, that's obviously a dream uh, for any uh, you know, student or any individual at any point in time. So that's a bit of my story to, you know, start off with. Right, right. So Abhinay, a lot of people who get into entrepreneurship, usually they get into it by accident. Uh, nobody plans to become an entrepreneur uh, when, they are, when they are kids. So they want to become a doctor, engineer, whatever. So what was your dream when you were a kid? And do you remember and how, what is the story behind getting into entrepreneurship? Uh, to be very frank, Abhishek, uh, my only fantasy back then was, uh, you know, watching those TV episodes, uh, looking at those people with a briefcase in their hand with a three-piece suit. <laughs> that's what I really, uh, you know, uh, fantasized about, like, while I grow up, that's what I want to do. So, uh, nothing concrete on those stuff. There's a funny side to my story, uh, talking about how I entered in this domain and was it an accident? Yes, definitely it was an accident. So, uh, I'd completed my 10th board exams and as usual my parents and relatives were expecting me to pursue at least commerce if not science I ended up taking arts for my junior college after that no one had really any kind of hopes with me but what kept me going was having an elder brother and my mom standing by my side 
and that's how I could stand firm against all odds. Fast forward to degree college, I was highly driven towards the field of psychology, and I kid you not, I had a complete plan drafted with timelines defined for each and every step towards my future in psychology until I complete PhD. If I take that to an investor right now, I might just secure an angel round at this point in time. So uh, ever since childhood, as I said, uh, my dream was to wear a three-piece suit and carry a briefcase to office every single day. And that's what anchored my decision to take up industrial psychology as well. That one day that I get to do that. Uh, fast forward to second year of my college, uh, which I consider as the rough patch of my life as well. Uh, I went through a heartbreak. And uh, the next thing that happened was I flunked in the third semester in both the psychology papers. And uh, by the time I could recover from all the mishaps, I lost attaining a seat in the final year of psychology and ended up being an economics graduate by fluke. But there is always this but that matters. Uh, while I'd hit the rough patch in life, I knew I couldn't settle for anything less. And right after I flunked my exams, I took up an internship with IMAI, which is a digital VATS body. Uh, a friend of mine helped me with the connect air and I started working as an intern marketing and events. That Abhishek, uh, that decision proved out to be a turning point in my life for me. I worked under the leadership and guidance of uh, Latika Chopra, who happens to be the VP of IMEI, uh, who was my mentor during my tenure at IMEI. And that's where I learned my ABC of marketing and business development. And by the time I graduated, uh, the whole experience that I had around during that time I already had a job offer in my hand at a digital agency as a business development executive. I served in the digital space for around three years, uh, worked with some phenomenal brands in the market, such as uh, Ycom 18, Sony, Star Regional Channels. I even served uh, for a brief period of time in the fashion e-commerce industry, wherein I worked alongside the likes of brands like Ant, Landmark Group, Levi's, and more than that, 150 mom and prop brands that exist in the market at this point in time. Uh, while my boat was sailing smoothly, there hit the hurricane. Uh, we'd recently purchased the property and uh, next thing we did have was hired a contractor and gave him the mandate for the home interiors. And he ended up creating a blunder during the process and literally screwed my house by doing a shady job. My brother immediately approached his school friend who, uh, who's an interior designer by profession. And uh, apparently she also happens to be my partner in business now uh, at Ladakar Perspective uh, to resolve the issue. We somehow came out of the haphazard with her help and sailed through. Fast forward to November 2017 and it was my birthday event. We were hanging out in one of the nearby cafes and that's where the concept of uh, Ladakar Perspective was proposed. Although that was just not the start. It almost took 14 months since that eve for her to commit for this idea. But alas, January 2019 was when she stood up, uh, stood upright towards the idea. And that's where, uh, you know, Ladakar perspective came into existence. And that's, that's what I really call it as the blunder that got created for an existing company. <laughs> Interesting story, Abhinay. And I think, uh, right, uh, for all the entrepreneurs, they all of them get into, they try to solve a problem and then get engrossed by that particular problem and get into the details of the problem. That's what entrepreneurship is, is all about. Certainly. Great. I, I admit to that. So Abhinay, uh, when you started your uh, uh, entrepreneurship career, since you're not from the industry, mm -hmm. how were the initial years? What problems did you face? Uh, so not just uh, in terms of difficulties of uh, being 
a non-conformist in my segment. Uh, I am also the first generation entrepreneur. Now, uh, being one, we need to be prepared to answer existential questions from family, friends, and might be from unknowns too. Uh, at times it annoyed uh, and sometimes depresses and left me frustrated too, but I continued to focus on the important thing in the venture. Building a strong clientele base and retaining them for sufficient time was only my only agenda at that point in time. Every entrepreneur wants to have a great team, but we end up facing challenges where we uh, uh, you know, cannot pay employees much. The skilled and talented professional is looking for a big brand, fat salary, bright and secure future from day one. I always face difficulties to pitch my idea and philosophy to the team or even potential partners so that uh, they're ready to work and stay with me even when I ain't offering the team what established companies would uh, offer such professionals. Uh, I'd quit my job in order to pursue this full time and uh, no one from my family beyond my brother knew about it until my mom questioned me one day. We were sitting on the couch uh, watching a movie and there comes a billion dollar question. Beta, tumne job di hai kya? Uh, that came as an unexpected blunder altogether. Now that I was at home most of the time, instead I was traveling extensively for one of the ongoing projects which made her realize that there is something fishy. And as I started working almost 19 to 20 hours a day, compromising on my sleep, being stressed about work and barely even being at home. I mean, come on, she's a mom. You think she can, you can really hide anything from her? Not that long. Uh, I ended up confessing to her and that's the obvious reaction was, uh, when am I taking up a new job? Uh, she's still very anxious about my business. While uh, you know, I discussed the business idea with family, Expectations are no doubt written to follow. And uh, so did my dad come to know of me quitting my job. Now, when you start facing external challenges, and if they're internally not well settled, then it'll themselves be a challenge to handle. But I needed to be cool headed, strongly determined and extremely passionate about the work and the path that I'm pursuing in order to calm their nerves down. And then mine too, to an extent so that I could handle all of this during the ride. So that is, that is what the ultimate outcome was when I entered into this field. And gradually, I learned my outcomes uh, through the process. Right, right. Yeah. So, Abhinay, since you have been into entrepreneurship from such a long time, a mm -hmm. uh, lot of people think that entrepreneurship is something which is very glamorous and they look only at the glamour part of it. <laughs> what are some of the myths which you would like to burst right away before we move ahead? about entrepreneurship to people who are listening to this podcast? Uh, to talk about the myths precisely, uh, you know, there are probably just a couple of them that I would, I would, I would like to really focus on because uh, commenting anything beyond that would uh, not really fall into my horizon. And I would not really want to comment on other entrepreneurs there. But uh, one thing that I know of is businesses need someone with an MBA at the end is the biggest myth. Confusing value and necessity is a mistake when it comes to entrepreneurs and business degrees. On the one hand, a formal education provides immeasurable benefits. On the other hand, the market does not require entrepreneurs to have an MBA or other business degree. Some startup owners have degrees in subjects like engineering. For instance, uh, they use their deep technical knowledge to identify gaps in technology and device solutions. Other startup founders have no degree at all. I mean, I am an economics graduate by profession. Uh, apart from the unit economics and the EBITDA, 
uh, I'm not sure if I've really involved anything out uh, from the degree perspective as such. Uh, the second uh, most depressing uh, myth which I would like to crack is uh, quitting is for losers. Uh, you know, one misconception is the idea that entrepreneurs have to stick everything out no matter what. But the fact is that not every idea will turn out to be into a sustainable company. Successful entrepreneurs often cycle through and try out many ideas before they try, uh, they find one that has legs. Quitting might look like failure, trust me, but really it's a common part of the entrepreneur's journey and can provide incredibly important lessons. Knowing when to walk away and move on to the next idea is therefore critical. I mean, me landing on to this particular genre of business, it took me three alterations. So I would not want to get to uh, those alterations that I've had, but I, it already took me three alterations at this point in time. And, uh, you know, just to sum it up, starting a new business doesn't guarantee you freedom. That's the biggest myth that has ever been created on this planet. The appeal of breaking out of the traditional 40 hour, you know, work wheel, draw, uh, work week, uh, draw many to the prospect of starting their own business. What a lot of people find is, that while they leave behind their old schedule and creative limitations, they exchange them for new demands. I mean, sure, there will be more freedom in some respects, but uh, entrepreneurism often requires great sacrifices. It can consume every part of your waking life. The work doesn't end when the clock strikes 5 p.m. I mean, uh, me uh, being, uh, you know, uh, working for myself, I'm currently engrossed, even at this hour when everything is shut down, I'm engrossed in the work for almost 20 hours a day and still keeping up with it. I mean, every minute that goes uh, past by seems to be a loss-making statement for me altogether. So these are few of these uh, critical myths that needs to be busted right away. Otherwise, it becomes a really difficult, uh, sustainable model for other entrepreneurs who are looking forward to it. Great, great, Abhinay. So all the people who are listening to this podcast, please listen to this carefully. What Abhinay just said is that freedom is just a myth. You are never free and you always have to work. And in fact, you have to work hard. And one point which I would like to add is that if you have not been a good employee, you, can not, you cannot be a good employer as well. So to become a good entrepreneur, you have to learn the tricks of the trade. You have to be hardworking and you have to prove yourself. So moving on to our next question, Abhinay, uh, yeah. who is your favorite entrepreneur whom you admire, whom you idly would you like to meet probably one, one day? Uh, so this is again, one of those, uh, you know, a lesser known name in our industry, uh, Mr. Uh, Kailash Katkar. Uh, he's the founder of Quickheel Technologies. Uh, what I even find amusing about his story is uh, a 24-year-old Quickheel Technologies, in the simplest term, is an antivirus company that is born and based in India. Started from, uh, you know, uh, a tier two city, which is Pune. He started with a job at local radio and calculator repair shop, and uh, later went ahead in uh, in late 90s to start his own calculator repair business. Then he pivoted to his cat computer services, where around that time his younger brother. Uh, Sanjay, if I'm not wrong, developed a basic model of antivirus software, which helped in solving the biggest problem of computer maintenance at that time. Uh, later, in the late 20s, it was named as Quickheel Technologies. Uh, the extended plan that lied behind the scene was that back in those days, almost all the other businesses involved in computer maintenance, 
used to face this problem. So the software would not only help him and his customers, but would help other competitors at large as at large as well. Uh, there would be plenty of takers for cheap and simple computer security solutions. Uh, uh, if I'm not wrong, in late 90s, again, the company launched a corporate website as well called quickheal.com. Kailash did face a huge uh, crunch of funds since he was bad at marketing his business. That's what he claims. Uh, banks never really understood his worker concept, similar to what I'm facing right now. Enough to take the risk of lending him money. Hence, he'd hired a distributor who although raised the sales volume, but was also sealing a cut from the sale. This is when Kailash built his own team and covered his financial crunch. During uh, today, uh, uh, at present, there are more than 1,000 plus employees working in his company with more than uh, 24 million customers across uh, 150 odd uh, countries has transformed into a globally known brand. And the venture then went ahead and launched an IPO at a valuation somewhere around 2,500 crores, something like that. Uh, you know, he achieved all this without any formal uh, education. Entrepreneurs like him is what, uh, you know, it really drives me to keep hustling. And uh, I relate to him uh, very much. Uh, if I get a chance sometime at any given point in time in my life, I would definitely want to meet him and you know, have an insightful discussion with regards to all of his journey and his road forward to it. Hmm. Hmm. Great, uh, great Abhinay. So Abhinay, my next question is, uh, what are some of the qualities probably, I mean, obviously there are a lot of qualities which every entrepreneur should have, uh -huh. but what are those three qualities which you think are required most by entrepreneur who wants to grow in this, in this career? Uh, see, talking about qualities, it's uh, something that's inbuilt amongst people. Uh, so for me, the first and foremost uh, quality of an entrepreneur is passion. Uh, let's not forget, uh, without that, nothing is driven. <laughs> not even you yourself. Uh, no one can achieve anything if they do not have the passion for reaching that goal. Uh, I mean, they genuinely love their work. They're willing to put in those extra hours to make the business succeed. Because there is a joy their business gives, which goes beyond the money. As a result of this absolute passion, uh, you know, motivation starts to create in an entrepreneur's mind as it takes on new tasks and learn new things in order to reach that goal. Uh, for that matter, taking this 30 day lockdown that we've extended, I mean, every day is a goal that you set for yourself and you try to reach that goal by the end of the day. I mean, that's what really keeps a, a, an entrepreneur driven towards his passion. Then motivation keeps the blood running. I mean, helping an entrepreneur to keep hope and overcome obstacles as he or she advances towards the goal. This is why a successful entrepreneur is passionate and motivated in a whole new demeanor. Uh, you know, a highly driven entrepreneur wants to see what the view is like at the top of the business mountain. Once they see it, they want to go further. They know how to talk to their employees, uh, clients, and their businesses or as a result. Uh, and the second most uh, you know, important quality that a person or an entrepreneur must uh, have is persistence. Uh, it's the most basic and essential quality of a successful entrepreneur or even an entrepreneur in general Not need not be a successful entrepreneur because even good entrepreneurs experience failures and hurdles, but with persistence in your back, you're able to pick up yourself, pick yourself back up and keep moving towards your goals. So these are the two more major important factors that really, uh, you know, work towards blending an entrepreneur and towards a successful career.
Great, interesting conversations happening with Abhinay guys. Those who are listening to this podcast, keep tuned in because I'm trying to get more insights from Abhinay about entrepreneurship and his journey of of being an entrepreneur. So, uh, so this question, I I also get a lot of this question from my podcast listeners as well. Abhinay, I add this to all my uh, guesses. Uh, uh, along with, I mean, everybody talks about entrepreneurship as as the positive side, but there are also very dark side of entrepreneurship, which which includes <laughs> uh, stress, which includes depression, suicide. Also, to a certain level, we have seen people go gone into depression and you know completely cutting off uh, from the society. So, right. what are your views on on the stress and the darker side of entrepreneurship, and how do you cope up? What are your tips to cope up with with uh, all these things here? Uh, so, Abhishek, uh, I'd like to mention a couple of things here. Uh, entrepreneurship is a stressful role for anybody. Uh, you'll be in charge of leading people, making decisions, and determining the fate of your business with your own actions. And to top it all off, you'll probably have a significant chunk of your personal savings invested in the project, and uh, which is what even I did in the early days of my business, and even now as and when required. all those stressful little situations you ran into as an employee seems far less important when you are in charge of your own business at the same time your perspectives on what constitutes a challenge or a concern will shift stress comes from many places both inside your company and from beyond the office walls uh, stress on one source can leak into the other uh, too many entrepreneurs bring their uh, you know business stress home with them which has a bad influence on their marriage children and their overall quality of life uh, uh likewise bringing family and social stress into the workplace creates barrier for getting good work done and reaching your business goals both are the adverse effects that you know you get to face on your uh, daily routine business itself offers more than enough potential stress points partners co-founders board members investors customers suppliers competitors Government agencies, even macroeconomic fluctuations, can defocus a leader, which is the current status at this point in time. I mean, once the shutdown, a lot of micro, a macroeconomic as well as microeconomic fluctuations, has been led to defocus us at any given point in time. The bad news is that uh, none of these stressors are escapable; they will hunt you down. How do you stress, deal with stress? Determines how well you and your business do. uh we currently employ uh three uh full time employees at this point in time uh looking at them what keeps us going on a daily on a day to day basis is engaging with them with all kind of requirements that they have in mind uh be it towards business be it towards their personal goal be it towards their uh journey in the company and towards uh their future we are trying to help them out and even ourselves to fight these uh demons within us and that's what keeps us going throughout so yeah great great abhinay uh thank you for such an interesting conversations abhinay as we move to the end of our podcast i have two quick questions for you sure and both of them are hypothetical sure so the question number one is uh, if you could have if you could go back in time uh, by using a time machine uh what would be the things which you would like to change in your life it can be personal professional both mm-hmm. and second question is in the same time machine if you could go ahead 10 years uh, where do you see yourself as a person and where do you see 
your company as as a, as a growing company here sure uh, so uh, you know redeeming to your first question i mean where would uh, you know i would like to have done differently in the journey of becoming an entrepreneur uh, so if you haven't noticed there is a risk of becoming burnt out as an entrepreneur i mean uh, most of the entrepreneurs in today's state will agree with me on that uh, but there is also a cure it's uh, not all doom and gloom uh, after i chased the wrong things and did the wrong stuff and trusted the wrong folks i realized my focus was wrong i was making myself pretty miserable instead i started asking myself questions i'd never asked before i started probing to find out what was really driving me and what i really wanted to accomplish once i was able to get sense of that because trust me i still haven't fully figured it out things started becoming fun again i love networking events but i've embraced a lot of the stuff i had started to dread now i know i'm doing it for a deeply personal reason if i could impart just one insight from my journey the past few years uh, it would be to find out what my what uh, that deeply personal purpose is and then chase it with everything you have i mean uh, that's what i would like to do because maybe then entrepreneurship will change you for the better mm. uh, we need to focus on our initial core customers while finding new customers consistently strive to deliver remarkable quality to those customers who already served word of mouth will spread and more mm. customers will come looking for you so this is one thing that i would really want to you know trail back to and not hello uh, hello can you hear me hello hello can you hear me hello am i audible to you you no know, no you got i i think you got disconnected for 30 seconds uh okay uh i'll just probably restart from uh, a given point yeah so i i hope i'm audible now yeah yeah you are yeah so uh, that's what i said so now for this is one deep personal reason that i would really look forward to is uh, you know one thing that i could impart just one insight from my journey i mean in the past few years it could be to find out what that deeply personal purpose is and then chase it with everything i have because uh, you know that is when probably entrepreneurship will change me for the better i mean i had learned my way the hard ways uh, by going through a hassle and then trying to figure out a way around it and then get into it i would really want to have a clear perspective towards uh, you know the, the journey that i wish to follow uh, so as i even mentioned earlier on uh, we need to focus on our initial core customers uh, you know while finding new customers there is a constant thrive to uh, deliver remarkable quality to those customers you already serve so you don't need to worry about you know new customers coming to you or you need to hunt for the business word of mouth is the best marketing tool ever that's been there and which will persist through and throughout till it spread and that is when more and more customers would look coming to you so uh, that's answering your first question uh, you spoke about uh, you mentioned about 5 uh, to 10 years down the line the impact on uh, personal as well as professional life altogether uh, i'll cover the prof- uh, the professional life first and then get on to the personal life as well i mean that's what really would uh mend my journey towards uh you know this whole thing so uh interior design or the contracting business has been very competitive it's uh, a chaotic market at this point in time but what really keeps people going are the designers or the outstanding uh, architects that we've been working along with uh 5 to 10 years down the line 
everything is going to be digital that's something that we even see it right now for designers that opens up the idea that they can have clients anywhere which is even till today uh, that a lot of designers have been serving uh, clients across uh, global waters and have been fulfilling their needs you'll be able to take a few pictures of your room and it will be developed into a 3d model in a couple of seconds i mean that's what the entire industry is moving towards let's not forget social media i mean that's where the business is for designers it is now an effective way to showcase completed projects uh gone are those days when you know we really had to uh bring out a portfolio bring out a certain set of accomplices bring out a certain set of recommendations alongside us now social media is something that highlights your new projects launches uh, your, your new product launches and ultimately that's how you meet new clients in many cases it becomes their portfolio now so you uh, what it leads to an alls on the aisle side of it is you'll be able to walk a real home or a conceptual home using visualization and virtual reality on a social media platform so that will impact the way that designers pitch clients uh talking about uh, the uh, millennials uh, i would like to add one thing here from the millennials standpoint uh there'll be a challenge for designers that uh, you know to handle the millennials out because they prefer more control uh you know before they collaborate they also want speed rapid customizations of furnishings is expected and the response time will be demanded by text or you'll have unhappy clients i mean that's what we even face till date but that's that's going to be at 10x at a 10x rate uh, you know 10 years down the line or 5 years down the line so uh with today's i want to i want it now mentality quick ship programs with some customizations will be you know way of the future and the lead times will need to be shorter and shorter so that you end up satisfying both your customers your employees and yourself so that's the growth perspective towards it great abhinay i think uh, big plans for you and the industry and i think i wish you all the best that you achieve all you so goals and all the dreams uh, thanks a lot for coming on this podcast thanks thanks abhishek i mean thanks for giving this opportunity i mean uh, i was not really sure how i would like to put it forward uh, you know since this is my first time on a podcast but uh, i mean i hope you would be the one to tell me on to the things and then we can plan things ahead sure sure so abhinay if my listeners would like to get in touch with you how can they contact you uh they can uh you know email me and they can reach out to me on my numbers uh the website i'm still working on the website right now so uh any other more i mean i can leave my credentials to you and you can definitely pass it down yeah if you could if you could give your email address to all of us right now it will be great yeah it's abhinay a b h i n a y at d e c o r e perspective p e r s p e c t i v e dot com so it's abhinay at d c o r perspective dot com uh you can reach out to me anytime uh you can connect to my linkedin id i'm always active on emails and linkedin for sure so great. that's the ideal way to reach out to me great great thank you abhinay for coming on this podcast and all the listeners i'll be back very soon next week with a new guest with a new personality and you can check out my facebook and my instagram profile at digital micropreneur you can also reach out to me at linkedin by typing abhishek singh rajpurohit Thanks a lot guys and god bless you all. Thank you so much Abhishek. Pleasure meeting. Great. So